Welcome to Disrespectfully Agree with Oatman and LJ. I'm LJ. Cross from me is Mr. Oatman. Hello, LJ. Hello, Oatman. We are terrible. <laughs> and, and, and probably quite insulting. <laughs> in honor of Mr. Boyega for uh, Pacific Realm. Oh, yeah. He's, um, and he does a lot of the... Uh, yeah. he, he mixes up his subject-verb agreement. Goes out the window. We was... Yeah. We was going out. You was doing this. We was going... I, I were going. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm probably. I don't know. Look, I teach English. <laughs> it bothers me. Um, Shockingly enough, so do I. What? <laughs> yes. When did this happen? This is what adjuncts do on their tam- time off. This is why America this is, is in why such America dire has eroded right here. Right. We're here. the problem. On this week's episode, we'll discuss Pacific Rim Uprising, the sequel to the Guillermo del Toro joint from five years ago. Uh, this one stars John Boyega, Scott Eastwood, Kaylee Spaney, if I'm saying that right, probably not, Byrne Gorman, Charlie Day. This is co-written by Stephen S. Knight and directed by Stephen S. Knight. He of Buffy the Vampire Slayer fame, also Angel. Various other things. First one of my season favorite of shows of all time, Angel. Shout out, baby. Angel is, I guess we're going off topic right off the bat. One of the greatest endings of all time of a that, series. That show, seasons one through four. I'm going to say Angel's good, Very but good. it's hit and miss with me. Oh, it's great. Season five is one of the best seasons of television created. Indeed. I'm obviously being hyperbolic, but I love that season. That season is top notch, just top to bottom, uh, every episode mostly. And of course, the ending is fantastic. He's directed television before. This is his first feature film mm-hmm. taking over for Guillermo del Toro. We have talked about him, and that'll Taking probably... Taking over or cleaning up after? Oh, my... All right. <laughs> now we're getting into it. So we're going to start off with some of our reactions, spoiler-free, and then we'll jump into some spoilers, and I'll uh, make clear notice of that in case you want to pause and come back. Oatman, sounds like you got a problem with uh, Pacific Rim 1. Not at all. Not at all. But in the interest of full disclosure, I, um, you know, I, you ever have, you ever have a weird situation where you think you saw a movie? <laughs> so I saw the sequel. And then after I saw the sequel, I was like, you know, I don't think I was paying close enough attention. I think I may have dozed off or something because I missed a lot. It sounds like the what's the uh, African uh, leader who was put in jail. Mandela. Mandela. This is the, this the sounds, Mandela. This effect. is the Mandela. Yeah, I, effect. You think you know something that you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like I could have swore I knew the theme song to uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, but apparently I don't. You don't know the theme? I want to hear it. I want to hear your version. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's the real one. What did you think it was? What? It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Oh, this neighborhood. Well, it's one word difference. But it makes a difference. In, well, all right. In this neighborhood. Yeah, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful day here. I don't know what the hell is Not going on in East Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I don't know what's going on in the hood, but well, in this neighborhood, it's cool. It's more accurate. It is. It I is. guess. I, I liked it once I, I realized. Beautiful you know, day in this neighborhood. All right. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Fair enough. Yeah, it makes a difference. And it's sex and the city, not sex in the city. I think I knew that. Well, I did not know. Uh, thought I did. Sex and the, it doesn't matter. Here's, okay, back to this. <laughs> So you had seen the first one or not? I had seen it, but I, it was one of those things where sometimes this happens to me uh, because of the schedule I keep. I'll see a movie, but I'll I'll go to sleep or fall asleep during it. And I thought that I saw it, but I really didn't. I didn't absorb. Mm-hmm. Or I'm, I'm watching a movie and I'm talking to my wife or girlfriend at the time. And I thought I absorbed it, but I didn't. 
I think it was one of those deals. To I, be fair, Pacific Rim, there's not it's there's not much there to yeah, but really I, hold on to. But just in terms of some of the rules of the universe, I missed. So like when they're bringing beings hold out on. of the water. Hold on. Spoiler free. No, this isn't a spoiler. Oh, okay. This is just the rules of the universe. Right. In the film. In the first movie. Yeah, the beings emerged. From some a, kind of dimensional rift. A dimensional rift. Like, I was looking for aliens to be dropping from the sky. I see. Yeah. And I just didn't know the rules of the universe. You, you know the title's called The Pacific Rim. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, you son of a that bitch. That is where they come from. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, is, <laughs> yes. That's the title of the movie. Yeah, that is the t- <laughs> Now I feel a little stupid because that clearly is the title of the film is Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah. Uprising. Yep. Uh, they rise up. <laughs> so, so I missed that. Okay. So, so, so title's not so, you're not so good on those. Not so good with that, apparently. <laughs> so I went back and watched it and, and and learned a little bit more, and I and also missed some of the anime stuff. Uh, if you can sure. believe that, sure. Uh, in your just general nerd education, yeah, but I didn't realize how closely this hued towards. Well, it's more. It's a. It's it's a bunch of things. So yeah. it's a pastiche of a bunch of different things. So it's the yeah. uh, it's the monster movies, the kaiju monster movies. Yeah, in uh, the Japanese cinema, Godzilla Absolutely. and all those things. They call those kaiju movies. Absolutely. And uh, also, uh, this adheres to the anime trope and uh, genre of giant mechs piloted yep. by ace pilots. And, and it's funny because I'm a huge Robotech fan. Like I, I really. Oh, I lived in, I'm a Rick Hunter today die, baby. I mean, I lived and died off of that show and not realizing how much this hued to that. Mm-hmm. I, I missed all of that. I don't know how that's possible. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> like, like, I, like I was like, how much of this movie did I, did I, did I see? So yeah, when I went back, it was an interesting experience when I, when I caught all of that. Uh, and it actually made me look at, uh, Uprising a little differently. It explained some things that I missed. Quick synopsis of this film, Pacific Rim Uprising. We have pilots who uh, work in tandem, two pilots needed to... And sometimes three. Well, we'll get into that. With nitpicks are upcoming. But you need two pilots to pilot these giant mechanized robots called Jaegers. And Which means hunter in German. They fight monsters. Yeah. That's the story. Uh, John Boyega... That's not the story. But the story is John Boyega is the son of Pentecost, played by the uh, eminently... More uh, persuasive and commanding actor. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Uh, Who my wife would rather be married to than I. I would, too. <laughs> Who wouldn't? That's a fair point. That's a fair point. That's He's beyond sexual guy. orientation. He's a good-looking guy. Race, everything. The man is a specimen. If I had to step over the line, that's the way I'd go. Absolutely. He's a good-looking man. Absolutely. And the accent? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my Definitely goodness. Bond-like. Oh, my goodness. I get it. Oh, what? Oh, it's maybe he's too old for it now. I don't know, but James Bond, Idris Elba, James Bond. Oh boy, I see it. If only I see it. So he, John Boyega's character, he is a, a layabout thief. He uh, doesn't seem to be that good at it, but he, we're told he is. <laughs> Clearly, this not is right at the beginning of the, of the movie. Yeah. He's supposed to be some kind of hot shot. But uh, in any case, he gets in trouble and has to come back to the Jaeger program and train a bunch of new recruits. Which which I thought was odd. It's it's contrivance. Yeah, it's, it's contrivance at its highest level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where we meet Scott Eastwood, who is negative charisma <laughs> on the screen. 
<laughs> he's an Eastwood. He looks like an Eastwood. He does. He's got that look. He does. But he, it looks like an alien come down to Earth trying to act like a human. <laughs> and he's not pulling it off. <laughs> he's, this is how human would emote in this moment, I think. Uh, and uh, he's just by the books, and we're supposed to hate him, and... There's supposed to be a conflict between him and John Boyega, and there which, kind of is, which, but there kind of isn't. there is zero tension. No, there's none. Zero. Um, and then there's a love triangle between a third character, a female... Oh, uh, is that uh, really a love triangle? Well, they set it up as one. Uh, I mean, come on. Not really. uh, I don't have the name in front of me. Shame on me. Uh, insert but, insert uh, standard Hollywood chick here. Uh, come on. Let's see if I have it here. Uh, it looks like uh, Adria Arjona, if I'm saying that right, and I'm probably not. Lovely woman. Nothing to do in the movie except be an object of, I guess, sexual desire for our two main characters, maybe fuel their uh, rivalry, which they do to poor effect. Doesn't work. Doesn't work at all. She is a prop. The relationship between him and the... It's almost funny. The relationship between him and the young girl he finds in the scrapyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we talk about contrivance, it's such a contrived, hey, we're fighting each other. And, and it, it was sort of like it was weird. It was he like, is the loudest thief on the planet, by <laughs> the way. Everywhere he goes, he play, he pays no attention to his surroundings, how much noise he's making, well, who may be around or watching or looking. Here's the thing. Uh, you know, as a, as a ma- magician, it's weird when somebody just shows you their cards. So I'm sitting here watching a thief that they don't show you the face. Runs past him, steals something that he wants, and then swings at him to attack. So I literally sat there and said, oh, that must be a woman. Of course. Because they're not showing her face. And, of course, there is that scene. Uh, the, the attacker he'll falls, be surprised. To, falls to the ground, and out comes a tuft of hair, and it's a woman. Oh, wow. That was, yeah. And then, of course, at first, they do not get along with one another. What? Yes, they are fighting but, each other. To be fair, Moonlight is a hell of a show. <laughs> yeah. So I look at it and I was like, oh, so that's going to be his partner throughout the film because they're not getting along with each other. And then they put him in a cell and they're fighting with one another. By the way, the banter, the John Boyega banter, I know we're supposed to think it's charming. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's it's the worst kind of it's not the worst kind but it's just it's just empty it's like if a machine needed to write dialogue for Han Solo. So then we come to the scene where we meet the young pilots and it's like hey we are young pilots and there's the one young pilot that doesn't like the new recruit. Guess what? There's a girl already in this troop. <laughs> and here's a new girl. Guess what girls do? They fight they each fight other. They fight each other. Girls hate other girls. And there's even like, they even have, they even have like almost one of these, uh, Top Gun, Val Kilmer, Tom Cruise mm-hmm. scenes. You're dangerous, Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they have a version of that scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't belong in that You jig. don't belong here. You don't respect the chair type of thing. Like, like, All right. So here's the thing. You and I are both missing the point. The movie is about giant robots punching <laughs> yeah, stuff. Exactly. So while you're sitting there, I'm literally, I had the experience that I had when I saw the first Hulk movie, the Ng, the, whatever. Uh, Ng Lee. The Ng Lee movie. I was like, so, um, excuse me. 
uh, when is somebody gonna start when, breaking when, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when is the Hulk gonna be? Oh, Hulk! All right, yeah, Hulk Hulk's out yeah. finally. We like the the moment we all been waiting for comes yeah. in like an hour yeah. three minutes in. <laughs> yeah, forty five minutes into the motherfucker. When, when we go get some a green dude breaking some shit, so that's kind of where I was here. Okay, uh, when are robots gonna start fighting monsters? I mean, it's curious. Turns out, hour forty five minutes in. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> And they even throw in a little bit of the, oh, I'm the roguish guy haunted by the memory of my successful father trope. No, he's not. <laughs> oh my God. It's so, it's so adorable. It's almost like, hey, let's put together, let's put together uh, a movie that just literally has every cliche we can find. But again, we're missing the point. How was the fighting? Fighting is decent. It's okay. It's decent. It's, I mean, it's a good, it's a good monster movie. Now, did you, did you rewatch Pacific Rim, the first one? I did. After this one? So you've got it fresh in your mind. I, yeah. I'm five years divorced from the first one. I yeah. thought the first one was dumb. I thought the characters Definitely were, dumb. were terrible. The story didn't matter. The, I, I like me some Idris Elba and the main guy, I forget his name, Charlie, what's his name? Charlie, Charlie Day, who plays the scientist. No, there's him, but the main character in the first movie was Charlie Hoonan. Oh, oh, yeah, the guy from um, Anarchy. Uh, I remember Anarchy. him from Undeclared, but whatever. What's Undeclared? Undeclared, that's the Judd Apatow joint he did after Freaks and Geeks. Ah, I, I know uh, him Seth from. Seth Rogen. He's the lead in uh, Sons of Anarchy, which he's great in. I'll take your word for it. Oh my god, such wonderful. In series. any case, that film, all this stuff where robots aren't fighting monsters, not so great. But the robots fighting monsters. I am, I am not a defender of Guillermo del Toro. I don't like most of his work. It puts me out of touch with most looks of good, nerds though. out there. It looks great. He's a great visual director. But when it comes to story and character, he always fails. Uh, <laughs> Okay, usually. Usually fails. <laughs> okay. But the fighting was in the music in the first movie. That music, that theme, and the fighting was pretty dope. I enjoyed that stuff. It and it good. got it gets it get it got me going. Mm-hmm. Uh visually interesting, felt dynamic, you cared about what happened, choreographed well. This film does not have that. Uh the, the fighting some of the fighting scenes in here are okay. It, it's fine. It's fine for what it is. It's, it's just obligatory. Re- it's really dumb. Uh, a lot of it is dumb. But the fighting's okay. Like, it's a good... Uh, there used to be a channel here in Cleveland called 61. And they used to do, like, uh, bad, like, schlocky uh, Godzilla movies and karate movies and stuff. This sure. would be a good one of those. Like, if you want just a nice... I guess. Saturday afternoon dumb film and you don't really want to think so much, it's fine. But there's that. a charm to some... I mean, those films are bad, but there's a charm to how low budget I they agree. are. I, I, I agree with that. There is a charm to that that dislikes, no, no doubt about it. But it's okay. I mean, like, Bayorga isn't bad. I mean, he's okay to watch on screen. I just think he tries really hard. He's trying so hard really to be is. to be this this devil make. The script is not there just, for him. It's just not there for him. He, and he can't is, pull it off. He cannot pull that off. Ah, right, hey, I'm this wild guy. Look, which, I'm eating ice cream. Which uh, brings us to Scott Eastwood, who is even less up to the that? task. That is the uh, the by the books. Uh, his partner in the Jaeger. It's his. Uh, he doesn't have a partner in the Jaeger. Boyega. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? You mean, oh, you're just, like, he's just v- invisible to There's you? There's a character there? <laughs> no, no, no. There's an actor there. Was there? 
playing the part of where a character should be. I see. I when I in my mind's eye, I thought he was in the Edgar Pyle. Yeah, well, I can see how you'd make that mistake. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a, it's wow. a see, common I, mistake. I told you. Sometimes I miss shit. No, I need to, I, I need to you, go back. Oh, <laughs> I got I'm going to reassure you. You didn't miss anything. Because I don't a, remember an actor. Then. Your takeaway is exactly correct. That's why you said there was a love triangle. I remember him, and there was an attractive woman. Was there a third person? An actor. Was, ah. Yeah, was there? there wow. Here's the thing. There's a thing that, uh, that was that the same. Was that the same person that his dad used when he gave that speech about Barack Obama at the Republican convention, sitting in the chair? Was was that the same actor? He was in the chair. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. That's right. That's what I thought. Had that feeling. Yeah, he had blackface on. It was really, uh, <laughs> it was really racist. Should have ruined his career. Uh, gotcha. Weirdly, didn't. Yeah, no, I can see. See, I understand your mistake now. Wow, thank you. I for see correcting where you're coming me. from. Sure. Uh, <laughs> this this Eastwood fella. I got to go back and. Yeah, so he's the son of uh, Clint, Mister Eastwood. This guy. So here's what I think happens now and again with casting directors in Hollywood. They get this hard on. For some vanilla, empty white guy, some anti-charisma white guy who they just <laughs> decide this is going to be the guy. They did this with Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington was that guy for a while. He was in everything for a couple of years. Yeah. And he was the opposite of interesting. <coughs> Brendan Fraser. Sorry. Brendan Fraser was one. Wow. Jai Courtney, another one. Suicide Squad, uh, Terminator Genesis, Divergent. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He he just popped up, and now yeah. he's not anywhere. See, now this would be a film that would be nice to have Oscar Isaacs in it. Isaacs. Like, this would be a good film. Well, like, I, we need him to not No, I got you, but let's keep him out. of. We don't need him <laughs> to. He doesn't need to have that kind of career. Let him be. In better stuff. Yeah, I guess. I'm just saying. If I got to watch him alone. I would love an interesting actor there. But Scott Eastwood, he's the new guy now. He's the guy they replaced Paul Walker. He replaced Paul Walker. So they got an even less charismatic, even more boring Are you white speaking guy. ill of the dead? Look, it's not my fault. I didn't. Paul Walker is like like Brando compared to this guy. I got you. I, I, that's why I said less. <laughs> less. I, I mean, are we going to say Paul Walker was had an amazing chops? <laughs> uh, I'm not prepared to make that statement at okay. this time. <laughs> all right. Look, uh, I'm I'm sad that we lost him. He's, by all appearances, seemed to be a very nice fellow. Let's put that on the record. L.J. Chandler, glad that Paul Walker. I did dead. not say that. Let's put that on the record. Look, if it meant that Scott Eastwood went away, I would gladly bring him back to life. <laughs> you know that he's going to get more work, right? Scott Eastwood? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yes. so there's where the difference comes in. Uh, I mean, there, I think another, there's one guy who, uh, defied my expectations. I thought Channing Tatum was going to be one of those guys. No, he's interesting. Well, that's what I, yeah, I would, he's he proved me wrong. Yeah, he he's proved me wrong on that one. Uh, but Scott Eastwood is exactly those other guys. He's less charismatic than Sam Worthington. You know who else did that? Who defied those expectations? Who's that? Brad Pitt. Yes. When I first saw him in Thelma and Louise, I was like, oh. Empty chair insert here, but he's, yeah, more, he's right. more than a hairdo. Absolutely. But this guy feels like another Jai Courtney. The only difference is he has pedigree. He has heredity on his side. He's got that name. He's got that look. And it almost doesn't matter how bad he is. <laughs> he's going to keep getting work, I suspect. We well, make it better. Maybe. It's Maybe. But there are several scenes in this where it's like, you know, if a human were playing that character, <laughs> this scene might it be might, something. It might be interesting. 
Might be something. Like, because I look at Boyega and I like him. I just think he's miscast. Absolutely. I, I just don't think this is. That's not who It's he, his constant, like, yeah. braggadocio, sexy talk that just. You're, tr- you're trying too hard, man. Yeah, not not working. Trying way too hard. Let's jump into spoilers. Spoilers. Idris Elba's adopted daughter. She pops up again in this one. Uh, Only we, now she's more accomplished. And yeah, she's she's powerful. now basically in the Idris Elba role. Yeah. As soon as she and uh, John Boyega have that moment where it's clear she's the only person he cares about in this whole world, it's like oh, death sentence. She's a goner. <laughs> you knew that, right? Of course. Of course. <laughs> no! He's not invested in this program, and he's going on this thing. No! He doesn't need to be on this mission where nothing's Just going admit, to happen. Just admit, there's a little part of you when he falls down in the Jaeger, and he's reaching for her helicopter as it crashes to the ground and just his fingertips of the robot just graze the copter as it crashes to the ground there's nothing that's stirred inside of you LJ? No because I felt the string, I saw the strings Yeah, the strings were so visible it's impossible that's funny, you, you, I would have put it differently, I don't say I felt the strings, I literally felt a stick up my ass <laughs> <laughs> or better yet the uh the screenwriter's hand up my ass, moving my head like a puppet. Yeah, it, but it's all it was all there. It's so clumsy, everything from top to bottom, that kind of thing. And it, and it's just another example, of, yet again, of doing a tremendous disservice to the female characters in this story. Their props, they're petty and uh, well, let's uh, expand killed that. off. Yeah, like the Charlie Day character was so annoying in this film. So annoying. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he's borderline annoying in the first one, but he's still fun enough. Exactly. We, yeah, he's fun enough, but in this one, it just goes way overboard. But to be fair, I did enjoy kind of what the twist. You did? I did kind of enjoy the twist. I, I didn't. It turns out Charlie Day's a bad guy. He's been taken over in a way, uh, his experience from the first film. Get out of here. It was an it, He I, makes an awful bad guy. I'm not the execution. Awful. I'm not arguing. I will not argue. Awful. I will not argue about the execution. But the idea, I think, is an interesting one. I will give them credit for that. I guess. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I like the, uh, the the Asian lady, the hardcore Asian lady who was over the company. I thought right. she was an interesting. Yeah, she character. was kind of cool. Yeah, she was kind of cool. I'll grant you that. I mean, she's set up to be the bad guy. It turns out not so much. So there's that. But. Um, but again, uh, so cliche. The fight scene, the first major fight scene, I thought I'll get between the two different Jaegers uh, about halfway through the movie. I thought was dope. That was kind of good. That was nice. I mean, this is supposed to be a fight movie, giant robots fighting stuff. That's the best one. Uh, everything after that really kind of pales in comparison. I agree. And, and there, there's some fun movies. Like if you want to just go for a date movie, like you know, I know with my wife sometimes she just doesn't want to think. On a Saturday night, she just wants a movie she can go and enjoy. She doesn't want to see Chappaquiddick with me or some, you know, political movie or whatever. She just wants something nice and light and fun. That's this film. So no thinking. It's fairly dumb. It's fairly harmless. Yeah, but watch the first one. It has good... Eh, watch both. the first one again. Yeah, the first one isn't that bad, much better. I, I'm, look, I'm not going to say that the first one's great. I It's kind of a guilty pleasure for me. Yeah. But it is pleasurable. This one is inoffensively nothing. Some pleasurable moments. The fights are okay. They're decent. The, the one fight, I'll grant you. Yeah, you know, something about big robots and war. I mean, there are logical things that don't make sense. Like, why don't you just build 50 robots? I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, and of course there were there were like all the a bunch of different countries in the first movie that all yeah. had different Jaegers. Why, and why are there, now why we're are down there, to one, I guess. Why are there pilot shortages? Yeah, it, it, you need six guys. The, the just, movie, it, look, it doesn't it doesn't make sense, right. but it doesn't have to. That's not the point. The point is, it takes way too long for fighting to happen, and when it does, it's not nearly as good. I agree. I disrespectfully agree. Why does that have to be disrespectful? Yeah, it's the name of the show. Oh. But can't we get along some <laughs> on this point? Yes. Can't we have a little bit of respect now yes. and again? Yes. I slightly respectfully agree. So, uh, final takeaway, Scott Eastwood. Who? The chair. Ah, yes. The chair needs to go. No, you know, the chair needs to stay and maybe maybe build his repertoire. Maybe he can be a table. Okay. What kind of wood are we talking? Cordwood. Cordwood? Yes. I don't even know what that is. You're not manly like me. I know cherry. Walnut. <laughs> of course you Poplar. Do. Oh, my God. Uh, Your privilege is elm? just showing through. <laughs> uh, well, what are we talking about? Cord. Is that... we talk, What is that? The press board? What are we talking about? Well, if you don't know... I'm not telling you. You are the worst. I learned that from my wife. Of course. Cord wood. Look it up. All right, fine. It's very deeply unsatisfying. I know. All right. Bit of business. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Google Play. Check us out at disagreepodcast.com. Subscribe whatever software you use. And drop us some reviews. We'd love to see some reviews on the iTunes, the Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think. And we'll talk at you next week. Peace and chicken grease. Can I do my British accent again? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Went so well the first time. Right? (laughs) You just got to keep the magic out, Jack. All right, sorry. I have no no joy in my heart, as you've told me. (laughs) Several times.